This is episode 46 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, Pastor, how are you? So glad that you've joined me today. I'm kind of glad to be here today, but I'm a little bit, uh, eh, I don't really want to talk about what I'm going to talk about. But I think, my friend, I think we, we need to talk about this. I think we just need to put it out there on the table. And, and here it is. We are currently, now Thursdays, we talk about perspective and hope. So I want to talk about perspective a little bit right now so that maybe we can have a little hope in this area. We are currently in a political lull. Well, that's even not even true, right? There's never a political lull anymore. But in terms of campaigns, we're in a political lull. We're, yeah, we got the midterms coming up, and yeah, they're whatever. But the, the presidential campaign will be coming up in 2024. And the last one wasn't all that helpful to pastors and church leadership teams, if you know what I mean, and I think that you do. We did not only had the political campaign, but we had the pandemic, we had uh, racial tensions, and we had economic issues, and all four of those things provided the perfect storm to just divide and conquer so many churches. The enemy just divided. He just caused just toxic chaos on leadership teams and in churches, and churches split down the middle. I mean, you know all that. So here's my point. I think now is the time to get with our leadership teams and work together when we're not in the middle of the storm. You know, you you fix up you fix your ship up and you fix up your sails and you repair your umbrella and all that kind of thing. You get a new shovel when there's no storm, when you're not in the middle of the storm. So here's some suggestions I have. Uh, number one, pick out three pastors whom you respect. Take them to lunch one at a time and pick their brains on how they navigated 2020. I mean, even if you thought you did a really good job, just have some humility and Sit down and talk with them. Similar to what else I said this week about phone a friend. You know, sit down and talk it through. And and Lord willing, you're going to find something that another church did or another leader did, did and you're going to say, oh, oh, that's so good. That would be so helpful if I incorporate that into my thinking as we go into the next couple of years. And when you sit down with them, take some notes. And then, and then afterwards, just kind of arrange your thoughts together on paper and get clear on your priorities for 2023 and 2024. Because here's how I'm coming at this. My presupposition is that we are not political organizations. The church and pastors, we're, we're not political operatives. We're not a po- political organization. We're the body of Christ, and, and our uh, existence is within the kingdom of God and under the rule of King Jesus. So get clear on your own priorities personally as a, as a leader and as a pastor for 2023 and 2024. And then gather a few of your leaders in your church together and ask for their input on how they think your leadership team should lead your congregation through the coming political cycle, the coming campaign cycle. Because, you know, we have no reason to believe it's going to be any less toxic. We have no reason to believe there will be any less amount of disinformation and misinformation and vitriol and polarization. It's all going to be there. We live in the world that is, not the world that we want. 
I think we've got to sit down with our leaders and talk to them now before we get into the maelstrom of this and and ask them and decide as a team together, what will you do and what are the some of the things you won't do and ask for their input. What are some things we should not do in the end of 2023 and into 2024? What do we want to be careful to stay away from? What are some things that we really want to do that we want to make sure that we don't miss? And then how is our approach influenced by the mission and vision of our church? Talk about that. Put that at the forefront. I mean, that should be your driving call of, of what you're going to be and do as a church. What is your mission and what is your vision? And is your approach to a, an election cycle, is it informed by your mission and vision? It, sure, it should be. It certainly should be. And then be prepared for several scenarios. Kind of game it out a little bit and talk it through. Uh, you know, if this happens, what are we going to do? Well, if we have some people that this is happening, how are we going to serve our, our church family? How are we going to help them? How are we going to provide wisdom and guidance and direction and leadership? So be prepared for several scenarios. And then outline your values and your principles as leaders and find a way to share them with your church membership. Find an irenic way. Irenic means peaceful, not polemic where you're polarized and you're fighting and you're lobbing grenades at each other, find a peaceful, erratic way to communicate to your church members. And I say church membership because maybe it's not a Sunday morning worship service thing. Maybe it's um, getting together, depending on the size of your church, with a few members at a time or smaller groups or, or maybe a members meeting. At just a peaceful time where there's not the stress and the strife of the immediacy of the situation and outline your values and principles as leaders. And obviously, commit to following Jesus and his word and commit to fostering and stewarding unity and love as the body of Christ. I mean, these things are so important. And, you know, we've not been in times like these and uh, except for in 2020, you know, it was bad, and it was bad the four years before that, and it's just been getting worse over the past 20 years, worse and worse. So more communication is needed, and especially listening, more listening. You know, listening is part of communication. And more leadership driven by biblical principles and certainly not driven by politics. So I've kind of taken the approach that I, I'm, I'm apolitical. I mean, I don't care who it is that walks in my church. I want to be a pastor to them, and I want to be, be able to lead them to the truth, and I need to be able to speak to them out of the truth of God's Word and, and counsel them and instruct them and love them from the Scriptures, not from my own political bent. I, I have one, but, but that's not the role that I have as a pastor. Now, you may disagree with that, and you know what? That's part of what I'm saying. That's fine. We can disagree. I still love you, and I will still treat you with love and respect. But decide ahead of time, last two things, decide ahead of time where your truth will come from because there's going to be sources of quote-unquote truth from all over the place. And as a leadership team, talk about that. Where are we going to get our truth from? And just attempt to find some pre-storm consensus. Before the storm hits, that preparation will really help you. And I, I guarantee you, if you don't do any of this, I guarantee you in two years, 
you're going to be wishing that you did because it's probably not going to be that great. And you know what? If everything's great and everything's wonderful, then, hey, no harm, no foul. We're all good. But if it goes the way we can all probably predict it will go in the world and in our society, we need to do this as leaders. We owe this to Jesus, whom we serve, and whose church we steward. And we owe it to our people, whom we lead and whom we love. That's my perspective for today, Pastor. Do with it what you will. But I love talking to you and sharing some ideas. And you know what? You could go to coachingforpastors.org and find this episode. And you could put some comments in, maybe some things that you've done that have been helpful at your church. But hey, great to talk with you. Have a great rest of your day. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.